Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. It's going good. This week, we're going to talk about Knives Out by Ryan Johnson. Knives Out. So, uh, Jimmy, before we jump into it, do you have a quick synopsis of the movie? Yes, I do, actually. Uh, Knives Out, a comedy, crime, and drama. A detective investigates the death of a patriarch of a eccentric, combative family. Now, I like Ryan Johnson's movies. All of them. Uh, that's a... All of his movies uh... I have enjoyed immensely. <laughs> okay. I am the contrary to that, but I do love this movie. Holy fuck, dude, right? Oh my god, it's so good. Uh, I didn't expect it to be this good. Like, I think it's... I think it, I love Looper, and I liked Brick. Brick is like one of my... Favorite. I haven't seen Brick. What? Is it... Okay. I see his filmography, known for Knives Out, Looper, Brick... Star Wars, okay. He, okay. Knives Out. All of his movies, I've, I've enjoyed them all. Every single one of them. The Star Wars... You know, okay, this is my beef First with off, Star Wars. It's the movie that they needed to make for Star Wars. It, is, no, it is the movie they needed to make for Star Wars. Trying to don't fix, like <laughs> Trying to fix the fuck-up that happened. Which one? For the first... For, uh, for Force the, Awakens? Yeah, because the thing with Force Awakens... I get where they're trying to, like, restart the whole franchise with, like, the whole thing by kind of mirroring New Hope. Fine. I don't mind it being so similar. The problem is with, like, the second movie. What was the name of the second movie? The Last Jedi. The Last Fucking Jedi. Because at that point, like, they took everything, all the setups and all the little things that they were going to, like, they're planting into, like, the stories and just said, fuck it, we're doing my own thing, which kind of, like... Which J.J. Abrams said in the first place, yeah, do your own story. We don't really care. But that guy literally did their own story and just did not care about any of the previous setups. And that that's why it's he, so just well, like... it's so. so then, okay, so he didn't really write on that, but he wrote more towards Jedi lore. Because he did a lot of the stuff that he did with the Jedi stuff. Uh-huh. He got from like the, the Lucas films like Jedi handbook that they made oh, a long okay. time ago. So there's a bunch of shit on there like when he projects himself. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, oh, he wouldn't do that. And he goes, no, it's the fucking Jedi handbook. No, yeah. That's why I did it's that. It's in one of the books. It's in, Yeah, it's one of the Jedi handbooks, so that's why I did that. But, like, all that doesn't bother me. It's just, like, there, there's no... The first movie, the middle movie, and the last movies seem like independent movies that they're trying to fit in. Trying to, like, string them together somehow, but they don't really kind of fit. The only person that has an actual arc in all of those is uh, Kylo Ren. He's the only one that has a decent story. And then, like, at one point, like, the stories became, like, men are trash. See, I didn't see that at all. I uh, didn't see the men are trash thing that you kept... Because you kept telling me that, and I'm like, you're full of shit. No, because, like, it was... What was it, the second one? Where it was, like, uh... Poe is reduced to being a an aggressive, dumb male. And then, like... Because he aggressively did something wrong. Right, Seeing his character from, like, the first movie to this movie, you're like, okay, now he's going to be a stubborn head when he wasn't beforehand. Like, that's not character growth. That's just manipulating the character to, like, fit your... your... No, but it shows that he was... It's not that he's stubborn, but he acted... Because the thing is, like, if you you want to make a strong female character your lead, I'm all for it. Rey had zero growth at all. I mean, she was just kind of just the same temper the entire way up until the very end. But even then, her powers are just, like, exceeding to, like, stupid proportions. And no so, then, so then, then why don't you look at it as Kylo Ren is the... Uh, then did you feel Kylo Ren is the, is the 
main character then, or what? Yeah. Yes, because he's the one that you would have. Because the thing is about like, yeah, Ray... I can see that. I mean, they they kind of did a thing where after the prequels came out, Darth they they made it like Darth Vader was the primary, it was like the primary character. But the thing not, is like, not um Skywalker, Luke Skywalker, Kylo Ren, great character, great story all the way through. But they sold this on Ray being the main the main story, and like. After all these movies are but done, they, they she's not. They didn't even do that at first because they didn't want to spoil that. You know that, right? When they made like the Monopoly or whatever, uh-huh. they don't have her as a as one of the figures because they didn't want her. They didn't want it to spoil that she was going to be like kind of the focus. I don't understand how you wouldn't put her as a focus if she's the last Jedi. Well, you no, no, I'm not talking about last Jedi. I'm talking about Force Awakens. When Force Awakens came out, they made some board or game Force like yeah. a Monopoly or something like that, like a Star Wars Monopoly. Uh-huh. And they didn't make a figure of her, and everybody was like, "Oh, well, why didn't you do that? Like, you have a female character in a movie finally that seems to be one of the leads. Yeah, why don't you do that? And they didn't want to do that because they didn't want to spoil that she's Force sensitive. But at the same time, though, if you look at the posters, she's just right smack in the middle of it. You know what I mean? And, like, she's in the middle of the poster, and she's the biggest, like, focal point of the thing. So, being Force Awakens... So, when you went into... You're so, just okay, so like, when you okay. went into Force Awakens... You I knew, knew she was going to be a Jedi. You knew she was going to be Force-sensitive. Yeah. Just, you knew but that immediately. I was hoping... You knew it was gonna the be the first time you saw her, you are like, oh... Bitch, give me four sensitive. Yeah, four I, sensitive. Wa- I walked in there. I, I, I walked I, in there I, with I'm my arms stretched out. I'm gonna make you a shirt that says four sensitive. Bitch. <laughs> I walked into the theater with my arms stretched and my eyes closed. Like, she's the one. I feel it. I feel it. Four sensitive. <laughs> I got sure. Four sensitive. Bitch. <laughs> I do like that. Because it works with Luke Skywalker also. Yeah, I like hey! it. Hey. <laughs> I do want that shirt. Going to the last Jedi. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the last movie. What's the last movie? Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Sky. Rise of Skywalker. Um, I hate the fact that she literally is a twist. She's a Palpatine. You're rehashing old villains. You're basically resurrecting like dead villains to like be the new villains. It was a clone the whole time. And then also like that wasn't cool to you. No, it was rad. Like there's things I like about it. It was super cool. But at the same time, there's like there's so many just issues with the whole movie. But we're not here to talk about the shit. We are not here to talk about fucking Star Wars. We are here to talk about Knives Out. Oh my god, dude. Oh my god. Okay, so I was slightly I was slightly impaired when I was watching it and it blew my mind. I was is that why you had to watch it again last night? Because you had to watch it sober? Yeah, and it was like because I I remember sitting down and just watching it the first go around. Uh, FYI I loved it. Uh, so first go around, sitting down, I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, cool, and like it's the detective story is starting up and it's like and I'm looking at the house and I'm thinking man I fucking love this house like all the yeah. weird rooms and stuff and then like did you mention it was like a clue movie to me there or? was a part oh there's a part where they say in there it's basically a clue. fucking clue house yeah. yeah because like even then like it's just like the visuals are fucking dope too because at one point like um you get to a scene where the main guy uh, Christopher Plummer Christopher Plummer the guy gets murdered yeah okay yeah. Well, Harlan Thrumby they find him dead it, like the whole thing is just so just kooky and weird and there's a scene where like he's talking in a flashback there's a knife just happens to be just like panning into his throat as he's talking and then he looks at the camera and it just looks like he just got stabbed I'm like dude that's some great foreshadowing of what's going to happen in the story I didn't see that I didn't even pick up on that oh that. dude it's like it's so subtle because like that camera's panning uh, just like, around and there's a, yeah, stage there's left. a knife and there's somewhere? a knife which sets up like a thing at the end but it's like it's right there and then it just kind of you see this knife just creeping across the screen and it just goes in through his like throat and he looks at it and he grabs the knife in the oh, conversation yeah, yeah, and you're like damn that was so good because like obviously that's coming into play later on and obviously it does but man this this movie had me tripping because like at one point like once it they were talking about like they're breaking it down for you like the, the story and yeah, I'm just yeah. like I'm at the edge of my seat I'm like this motherfucker like, oh yeah, my god no, I like movies that do that like that are slow burns like there's a lot of good people in this fucking movie too a lot of good people like Don, Don Johnson Don Johnson's had a comeback like, like not on a Travolta scale comeback but like also thanks to Tarantino cause he was in Django what was he in Django? he was the the slave owner that was like, oh yeah <laughs> yeah 
this movie, like, I like the way they inter- introduced all the characters. Thornsby's found murdered by the... By the, um... Housekeeper, maid. Housekeeper, made. essentially. Yeah. And she kicks... I like how when she goes into the room, she's like, hey, blah, blah, blah. He's down in his bedroom, so he... Up the stairs, and then kicks a wall randomly, and the door opens. Yeah. And then she goes into, like, his study. He's just found murdered. And I like how, like, she has, like... All the stuff. All the breakfast stuff, and then, like, she's, like, she's freaking out that he's dead. And, like, she's, like, rather than just screaming and cut away... She, like, she fumbles <laughs> and she jumps to coffee and she goes oh shit yeah. <laughs> it gets off but like uh, but then it leads into like the, like um, the primary investigation is already done at this point point. Yeah. and then it's now they're doing a follow up investigation with the entire family at the house and they have a detective his rookie and a and private a investigator yeah. in the background now the detective the main detective guy is Lakeith Stanfield He's fucking great in everything I've seen him in. I know I've seen him in stuff. I just can't. He was the um, I forgot the character's name, but he's the weird guy in Atlanta. Remember there's there's Paperboy. I haven't you seen any of Atlanta. Yet? I saw uh, like maybe three episodes. Okay, so then you've seen that character. There's Paperboy. Yeah. And then there's um, what's his face? Wow. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, here, let me find him. I'll find I've him got it. Lakeith Stanfield. No, that's Lakeith Stanfield. I'm talking about the guy who made the show. Oh, uh, Christopher uh, no. Glover? Down, Donald Glover, yes. Okay, yeah. so there's... There's Donald Glover's character. Uh-huh. There's Lakeith Stanfield, who's like kind of the weird guy in Paperboy. So Lakeith Stanfield is great. He is in one of the creepiest episodes of that show, and he's like the main focus of that episode. Oh, is that that weird rich guy? Who was like Michael Jackson? Yeah. yeah! Did you see that episode? Uh, I think you showed me that one. That was like, okay, now I gotta watch the show. It's so fucking good. But he's in that. He's in a movie called Sorry to Bother You. Oh, that's the phone, telephone one. I did see that one. I fucking uh, loved it. And that ending. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Where it's all fucking Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. That that was a, actually a really great movie. Well, you should have told me because we were supposed to do that on here. Oh, uh, right. well, my bad. <laughs> it's okay. But, um, yeah. It's, um... So, yeah, no, I like him and what I've seen him in. Uh, he's also the, the guy in Get Out, the, the, the grandpa. Oh, that's right. He was the one that's that they right. put in the, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. the grandpa. Yeah. So, um... So, yes, I mean, he's he pops up in a lot of things. But, uh, James Bond, Daniel Craig, his eyes are so goddamn captivating. They're ridiculous. I thought they were fake at one point because they're just so, like, aqua blue and they just pop i'm like is this like a, a weird well, that was like a big thing with james bond though when they when they cast him as james bond because there's never really been a blue-eyed james bond before but uh-huh. when you read the books he's kind of described that way he's got not really blue eyed but like lighter hair yeah like he's not dark and handsome i just had a conversation with somebody because uh they wanted something to uh, they wanted a beer they wanted a classy beer and they're look they're at a liquor store and they're like, they, they, they call you like, hey, what's a good beer Suntory. to have? <laughs> they're like, what's a good beer to take? I'm like, I don't know. He goes like, what's a classy gentleman's beer? I'm like, I have no... I'm like, oh, uh, high life. Because it's the champagne and beers. Because <laughs> Dr. No, no James Bond, you. he drinks the high life. Because after he ends up like sleeping with that woman upstairs, he comes down to the casino like at, like at 10 o'clock in the morning and tells the bartender that he wants... Uh, the best of the best beers and the guy That's pours up a, a high life and then he goes here you go the champagne of beers Mr. Bond he goes oh thank you reading the thing about Ian Fleming he never had the beer he just knew the the names. title the names so, he just kind of so names out. he's like yeah it's, it's gotta be good yeah. it's the champagne of beers champagne. so how great is like Daniel Craig in this cause like oh, his eyes dude. are so just piercing blue and he's in the shots when they're coming in and doing well, the, I like the, the whole part the where uh, at the beginning of the movie when with the piano with the piano bing yeah. Just like, come on, keep going. <laughs> yeah, because obviously they're recording the, the, the thing, so this is just like a note to see, okay, this is where they lied. Bing, this is where they lied. Because like you'd see that C-sharp like tone like mm-hmm. in the thing, so it's like, that's fucking smart. But they also, it's very like, sets people on edge when they know they're lying and they're caught out. Yeah. Because it's like, fuck. Like, like, what you... cause the, well, I always thought it was like, 
I, I didn't pick it up as lying. I picked it up as like questionable. That was not questionable, but like move to something else. Oh, I took, it, I, I, I took it as, like, this is a lie, or this is, like, this is... Like, they would start rambling, and he was kind of like, no, this is bullshit. Like, that, that's how I took it. Oh, see, I took it as, like, because, like, they're talking, and as you're hearing them talking, they're like, I, they switched the narrative to make them in their favor. Oh, man, like, I like I love the way that they, in, like, they interviewed everybody. Like, it was just kind of like, Jamie Lee? Jamie Lee Curtis is great and everything. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I love that she's such a fucking hard-nosed bitch. And, like, an older sister, that's, like, when she sits down, like, you know, having an interview, Daniel Craig gets up and he starts at, uh, Mr. LeBlanc. Oh, so, and I like how you... Who's this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Who the fuck is this? And then, like, they they have that whole introduction. And then, like, he goes, I know who you are. I've read your profile, blah, 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 blah. He's like, well, what about this? And what about your brother? And blah, blah, blah. And she goes, are you trying to fucking have me rat on my brother in front of a detective? And blah, blah, blah. Just fucking calls him on his bullshit and throws it right in his face. And he goes, okay. Because, like, yeah. but then I like how they cut to the brother. The brother's like, oh, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, Dan Johnson got him. like, oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck at the wall. God damn it. Man, they set up this movie so well with just the introdu- introducing the characters in the investigation, checking them all in, and then just, like, okay, cool, let's go forward. And how just in tune LeBlanc is at just, like, reading people and then changing his attitude and his manner of questions to just get down to the nit and gritty of, like, everything I'm like, yeah that was so fantastic. let's go over the family real quick because oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay so there's linda who's the older sister mm-hmm. she built a company from the ground up yeah and then she's married to richard who's don johnson yep and they have a son they have a son who's an alt-right piece of shit and he has the same name as his father but his middle name is ransom no that, well there's ransom yes there's ransom then they have oh, oh. those waltz kid i'm sorry yeah ransom it, yeah and that's um chris, chris evans. evans yeah there's uh, Walt, who's Michael Shannon, which yeah. Michael Shannon and everything. Oh, so Did good. you ever watch Boardwalk Empire? No. He plays, okay, he plays, okay, so the whole show is around, is around that guy who's like, it's like a prohibition show. Yeah. He is this sadistic, psychotic, fucked up. Um, That's Steve Buscemi's show, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's a sadistic, like, fucked up, like, um, agent. Like, like, he's an agent. He's like 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 an, like an Elliot Ness. I thought you said Asian. Okay, go Asian, ahead. yes, Asian. No, like an Elliot Ness. Okay, that's like, but he's fucked up, and he's the one who's trying to who's on the case against C. Buscemi. Oh, okay. But he's it's so he's good, and then you know he, he everything I see him in, I like he like I just want to take everybody in this movie is fucking great. The only person I haven't seen in, and we'll get to her in a second because is Marta, but we'll get to Marta, we'll get to Marta in a second. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then there's and there's Don Johnson. There's Tony Collette, who was the daughter-in-law of the brother who had died, uh-huh. and then she has a daughter, Meg, and Christopher Plummer yeah. is the guy who's murdered. It's it's, it's Harlan Thrombey, yeah. which Harlan is clearly a Harlan Ellison reference. Oh, okay. You didn't yeah, think about that? I didn't. No, I did not. I think it's a Harlan Ellison reference anyway. Everybody was kind of like fucking him over, fucking Christopher Plummer over. Oh yeah. And he was just like, I'm cutting everybody out. But and I like- the only person he told was Marta. Who was his nurse? Yeah, and she was like part time at first, and then she started like saying, and they had this really cute friendship like between them. Okay, let's pause it right here okay. for a second. Right off the bat, who do you think did it? I like trying to figure out movies out like this. I I didn't do it this time when I watched it. Oh really? I was I was picking people left and right. Who did you think it was? Who did I you knew think it was? wasn't first time around. I knew okay, obviously none of the kids because they're too obvious, mm-hmm. and I really thought it was the mom. The Nana, Nana. Yeah. <laughs> the grand, because like there's a grand, there's a. The grandma, oh, there's Nana Ransom, there's Nana Ransom who, who sits and does nothing. She's, oh, the, the yeah, Nana, she's, yeah, Nana Thrombey who yeah. just sits there. And she just, How old is she? I don't know. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she's old as can be. But like. He was 85. How old is she? I, I don't know. The one person that's not doing anything that's there obviously is going to be a key factor at a given point. But I thought it was maybe her, and I thought, obviously. Uh, Martha, because she was very like, uh, just nervous. I'm like, okay, bitch. Like, what did you do? What did you do? But like, obviously, like, well, there's so many twists and turns. Because even like halfway through the movie, I switched. I'm like, okay. So yeah. Martha, like I said, is, is his nurse, and they had this really good friendship. Yeah. And she was like really the only one that was ever nice to him and and helped mm-hmm. him out. And they would play. Um, what were they playing? Oh, I forget the name of the game. It's the. The stones, it's the black and white ones. Yeah. Uh, the house is being investigated by everybody. I like the scene where it's like the family members are being investigated. Martha's in the house, the house yeah. but she's been waiting all day and she still hasn't been interviewed. And then so 
now as Detective Blanc is out walking the house, just thinking with the detective, because the detectives are irritated with him. Yeah, because they're, they're like, like, it's a suicide. He's like, why are, you, why are you doing this and blah, blah, blah. And he tells the whole thing that he's been hired discreetly by someone anonymous to investigate this murder. And so he's there to do that. Because he got like a letter full of money and a tear off, like a newspaper thing saying to like investigate the murder. As I, as he's walking around, like you see like Martha just kind of like sitting down, kind of looking uh, out the window and seeing them walk by. And he, she can hear them. So she gets up and gets over to the window, and she sits down, and she looks out the window to see him, and then fucking creepy Daniel Craig just pops in and just looks at her. So they're eye-to-eye with each other. You're like, oh, shit. But uh, if you look at the glass, the thing about the staging of this whole movie, fantastic. I mean, it looks like a creepy Scooby-Doo murder mystery house. Yeah. The windows itself, the panels, they're, they're Renaissance etchings of Morte, which is like the death. Oh, really? So, like, it's pretty dumb to be like, oh, I've seen that before, like, because it's like, basically telling you of a murder that's happening around the thing. But the whole house is built on, like, his books about murders. Because even in the woods, there's these giant animal statues, and, like, I like how it references his old books and stuff, so it's like, everything in the house is just a reference to other, like, old literature. Yeah. So I thought that was really pretty fucking rad. Well, Marta has a regurgitating reaction, as he says, oh, to, yeah. as, to the truth. And whenever she she's lying, she throws up. Yeah, and which I thought was a fake thing at first, but like it just she just does it. And yeah. So anytime she tells a lie, she'll just like, yeah, just puke. A lot of things that that Benoit, Benoit Blanc says reminds me of uh, the Homicide Hunter, Lieutenant Joe Kenda. Have you ever seen this show? No. Homicide Hunter is this show on uh, ID. Okay. Which I call the Murder Channel because it's all a fucking show. It's murder shows. Oh, uh, nice. And uh, he says things like, like just like that, and that's the show. It's like he was this cop for a long time. Like he would work all these homicide cases, and the show is him telling these homicide cases back, and this other guy is like acting out, acting out. Like that's all that channel is really. Uh-huh. Is we're gonna interview about this murder you were involved in somehow, like you're not necessarily the murderer or the murderee, yeah, or the victim, <laughs> if you will. Murderee. <laughs> murderee. <laughs> that sounds dope. That's all the channel. That's all the ID channel is. You didn't I, know that? No, I had no idea. But yeah, so he talks a lot like Joe Kenda. Like he's like he's like oh, in his own southern way. He goes like, "Oh, this shit is going down." Well, at first, uh, with LeBlanc, I thought Daniel Craig was doing different voices for different people because at one he comes across like a southern like you know lawyer like it's still dumb. Yeah. But, oh, I tell you, like you know, yeah. <laughs> what is, like fuck or like or yeah? And I was like, what is this? I'm like, okay, is that his? Like, interesting choice, but let's go with this. And then, like, you cut across to when he's talking to his, his brother, and it's just different. And I'm like, mm-hmm. but it's still that southern draw, but it's like, it's, it's, I don't know. Maybe when he makes it dumber, it just sounds way more like Foghorn Leghorn than anything else. Yeah. I like how he was just playing with the family because, like, he's just reading them, and then he knows what personality to show forth to, like, get what he wants. And then, like, because he's making the brother seem very more comfortable, and, like, he's just pulling all this information. They have his birthday party, and everybody's there, and, like, he's arguing with, like, one of the sons huh. about things, and so what everybody I, has, I, everybody at that point in the story is at the point where, like, he's cutting everybody off. Like, he cuts Ransom off at that party, yeah. and he storms out. So, like, I like how they do it, too, because, like, they show you bits of the fights, but they don't tell you the reason for the fights until later on, because they'll just, they baby feed you, like, clues. Oh, yeah. But uh, what I do like is how, like, just like with anybody being investigated, they're trying to make themselves innocent. And so they're like, and where were you during all this? He goes, well, I was at my father's side as he was blowing out the candles. And everybody was at their father's <laughs> side. And everybody's at their father's side. Yeah. Like how they cut to him and he's blowing out the candles and they're holding on to him. And then like the next scene, it's the same it, thing. It's so, like every every family was like next. LeBlanc was talking to the lawyers like, this family's full of fucking liars. Like, no, everyone's tell, not telling the truth. And then that's when they introduced uh, Marta and she was like, and then once found out she was vomiting he was like okay cool and I like how he's like okay cool you're gonna be with by my side and blah 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 and then like I yeah. like how he's like well, then, I like how he introduces her as his Watson yeah and I'm like Ugh. well that's later on that's later on in it but yeah. before that she um, you know she kinda tells fragments of the truth like he told like Carlin tells her to do yeah that they were playing the game because yeah so basically yeah. What, what happened was like uh, you cut to a scene with Marta and when she's talking you realize, like, you see the the real truth, and you yeah. see the fact that, like, uh, after the party, they go upstairs. He, uh, the guy was acting like a jerk, 
uh, Thornton because he wanted to play his game. Yeah. But they, but they have this friendly like rapport with each other. Yeah. And uh, they're playing the game, and then as he's losing, he gets kind of like not upset, but just kind of laughing about the things. Flips the table over, saying, "Whoops!" But Marta had his medication uh, on the talk thing. Talk about him being um, taking morphine for like a fall he had or something, right? Like he fall. He or... fell, and then she was like, "I'll give you some some of the good stuff." And then like he was like, "Oh, cool!" Because it's yeah. his birthday. He's like, "Okay, cool." So rather than getting one milligram, he's getting three milligrams. Oh no, it's 33, 33 milligrams to like forty or something like that. But anyway, he takes too much. They you give him a hundred percent. 100 milligrams of morphine by accident rather yeah. than the 33 of morphine or the thir- like the three amount he, three milligrams would, that he however many was yeah. like it was it was a it was an it amount w- that was gonna kill him yeah well, and then she couldn't find the antidote and she's like if I don't give this to you you're gonna die in 10 minutes but I like I like how he's like throwing me just kind of like oh, okay cool like, and this is a very effective way to die blah blah, blah. I should write this down and he's kind of like talking about like how like. He can do this. He, like, he could write a book about it. He's kind of analyzing this whole thing and the entire time Marta is just like... No, you need to shut the fuck up. I gotta find your He's medicine. like kind of like, uh-huh, just letting him talk as she's just like welling up in tears and just digging around for like the thing. And then as he's like kind of like enjoying like how the plot is gonna go, he she's dumping out the medical things and she's freaking out. And then he gets to the conclusion... He, 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 goes, he comes to it or he's all, he, why can't you find this? No, no, no. He goes, he goes... Yeah, he does. No, no, no. He goes, he goes, like, yeah, so even if you call the police or 911, it'll take, what, 15 minutes for them to get here, which is obviously too late, blah, 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 blah. He goes, but not if we have the antidote, right, Marta? And then at that point, he realizes, okay. And then, like, I like how he just kind of, like, quietly resolves his own mortality and be like, okay, and Marta's, like, gonna call 911. He hangs up the phone. He goes, we don't have time. You just said it. We have maybe, like, 10 minutes tops. Yeah. So... I need you to pay attention. And then, because at this point, uh, being... She's from... Being friends? I don't know where she's from. Cause, from South America. Because like, all the family switches her, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. She's from, like... Yeah, all the brothers... No, he says from, like, somewhere in South America. Yeah. Because he's the one who would get it right. Everybody else was a piece of shit, and they got it wrong. Yeah, and then... And they told the family, also, by the way, it was like, oh, you're family. We're going to take care of you no matter what happens. Yeah. And then, so, like, as that's going on, like, it's just kind of one of those things where, like... You could tell that friendship was real with the two of them. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, fuck. And then, like, so now you're having two really good friends in the last moments of their life. And then he's still looking out for her, thinking, if you get caught with this, you'll lose your job. And your mom, who's not fully legal yet, will be sent home. And then your family will be separated. So I need you to not be implicated in this. And so as a murder mystery guy, he plans out how to save her. Yeah, in like, uh, like thirty seconds. Yeah, and then like he like basically tells her what he needs, what she needs to do, and then like, she like kind of like says, okay, 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 like we'll do this, and then like she leaves the room, and then she breaks down in tears, and then she goes back to the room saying she can't do it. There we see um, uh, Thronesby laying on the on the bed with the knife, and cuts his, he's and like, just, like, you're gonna do it. And yeah, he, he goes, he goes, he goes like, you have to do this, and then he goes, it's already done, and then so he slits his throat. And she sees him, like, Die. kill himself. Yeah. And then, so, like, she closes the door. She gets stressed. Because, like, fuck. I mean, it was so good. Because, like, basically what happened was, like, uh, she told him, when you leave, make a big commotion to, to show what time you left. Sneak back in the secret room. Go back upstairs. Put on my coat. Go downstairs. Make a bunch of noise so my son... Smoking the cigar outside, we'll see you through the like the glass that's all like kind of tinged. Dad, and, go upstairs, and then go and then go back upstairs, yeah. and then like leave the way you came in, and then like come back, and then that way you won't be implicated because like everybody sees that everyone's awake and like alive, and you're gone, and so like and it worked out beautifully. But the thing about LeBlanc is that he's such a stickler for details that he's catching shit that's wrong in this story, and then he but he can't figure out what's going on. And fuck, dude, it's a fantastic story. I was I was blown away. Yeah, no, I mean, just the setup alone is, is amazing. Yeah, so you get that, but even like the investigating, like the whole family is just like, what the fuck is going on here? Because like, we still have no idea what any of the fights were. Because uh, yeah, uh, he cut off his kids from like. No, like, they talk about what, they, what the fights were for. Tony was was double dipping for Meg's college tuition. Yeah, because they're and paying so, Meg and they're paying her. Yeah, and so then he found that out, and he's like, well, I'm not. He's like, well, this is it. This is it. You you're, you're took him off. like hundreds of thousands of dollars in one yeah. year alone. Like, you're done. Yeah. So, so she goes up. Um, Richard was cheating on his 
Uh, uh, his daughter. daughter. Actually, the, it seems like like why was the daughter going to be the daughter wasn't going to be cut out from any. I think the daughter didn't take anything, right? No, she didn't. She didn't she do didn't, anything. She would have. It was Richard who was going to be. He was like, I'm going to fucking. So yeah. It wouldn't have been like. It wouldn't affect her daughter, but the, the even the daughter was like, you're on your own. You have your own fortune, so there's no need for you to have the rest of this. Yeah. And then. Um, Walt. Walt was upset that he wouldn't sell his rights to Well, because, like, his dad put him in charge of uh, the his publications. And but the thing is, like, he never wrote his own. He was just piggybacking off his dad. And, like, I like how his dad kind of quietly fired him. He goes, you know what? I, this is wrong for me to do. You yeah. You've done your own stuff. And I've I, limited you your entire life. Yeah. Like, you know, da, da, da. He goes, Daddy, you fire me? He goes, we'll talk about it later. And like, yeah. But I like how he goes, like, but my decision's final. And just slaps his cheek. But I like how, like... The movie kind of shows like these like cutting off of tides because it's like basically like literally you're giving everyone motives to, like murder you today. Yeah, <laughs> Ransom was gonna get cut off, and he actually actually Ransom had told or he had told Ransom that he was gonna give shit to Marta. Yeah, that he was like. Well, you don't Marta. find that out to the very very yeah. end because that's the last like bit of information you get. I like how like Walt's son. Oh, that all the alt right troll. <laughs> yeah, where he's upstairs and then like the alt right troll. Gay guy? I don't know. I don't know either. But he's upstairs, like, everybody's assuming he was masturbating in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and he was, uh... But he he's the one who overheard the fight between Ransom and, like, Grandpa. Yeah. They After the investigation, they, like, the investigator leaves and then whatever, and then they're there for the, the wake. Yeah, so they're there for the... That's what they... They have, like, they're having uh, the, the wake or the reception afterwards. And the whole time, I think, was, the other thing that's funny, but shitty... Is that every family member is like, oh, you know, I really wanted you at the service, but I was outvoted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everybody keeps telling her that. Because I felt bad for, like, Walt, because I figured, okay, he's probably the only decent guy, too. But then later no, on, you we see, find out, no, he's, he's a dick. He, yeah, he has something The whole really family shitty. is a fucking asshole. So, but the thing is, like, what I liked about it is just, like, the whole, like, Martha, uh, Marta is there and everyone's kind of, like, doing their thing. And then, like, Meg sees Marta freaking out. So she, like, at this point, we know what happened. Yeah. And so... Um, he she takes Meg or Marta takes Meg to like the library. They're there. They're kind of hanging out, and then she goes, "We're just gonna get we're gonna get you high really quick." And then they go and they, they find because the the maid has a stash and by by the by the fireplace. Yeah, and so she goes like, "No one checks here. You could leave anything in here, and no one's gonna check it until ten o'clock." And then like she pulls out the joint, and like Marta doesn't, Marta doesn't want to smoke, yeah. and so they're kind of whatever. And like I like how like they just baby feeds you answers throughout the entire thing because in the beginning of the movie remember when I was telling you about that knife out comes into frame yeah Thornsby was like the thing about my family is that they're too stupid to realize and that's when he grabs a knife and pulls it out of his sheath what's a stage knife and what's a real oh, knife right. and he just stabs it on the table and yeah. I'm like oh okay that's gonna come into play yeah I mean and then yeah. like and then obviously it, like and then spoilers at the very end like yeah <laughs> that's exactly what happens well, at the, at the end of the first act, um, you realize that a blood splatter is, on uh, is a shoe, on her white shoe. And then, like, it's funny because after that moment, after the audience, we see that it's on her shoe. Like, it's like they're just playing with us, like, camera-wise, because uh, LeBlanc is, like, looking down and Marta's shoes are within eyesight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's like he's constantly referring to, like, the... His eyes and his head, her shoes are always like in frame it together at the same time, like as oh, if like. Oh, see, I didn't even pick up on that. So it's kind of like, oh, is he gonna pick up on it? Is he not gonna pick up on it? And then later on, at the end of the movie, you find out he goes, "I saw it from like the moment you, First, I saw you," and you're like, "Damn, you know what I mean?" But um, so the, the whole the whole second act is I, I like the, the beginning of the second act where she's trying to destroy all the evidence. <laughs> well, here's the other thing that I thought was that I thought was good too is when you when he's dying after he's taken the medicine. Uh huh. Um, he screws up when he's like, "Oh, you need to go to the elephant," and he says, "Is it before or after?" Like oh, he yeah. says that. Did you pick up on that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When he's saying, "Yeah, go here. The camera's up past this part here. Make a turn after it or before it." After it, before yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes. He kind of goes back and forth a little bit. And I like how she was like, uh, uh, "She couldn't remember." And then like, but even in the dialogue when she's he's saying back to it, it's after it, but she goes before it. Yeah. So they get to the will reading. The next yeah. day also, which is the same day as them going through and her destroying all the evidence. Oh, when she's destroying the evidence, though, we see the old guy that's like the security guy and the with the VCR. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Emmett Walsh. He's been he was the guy in the jerk 
who decides to start shooting at Steve Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, that guy, I, every time I see that guy, I'm like... <laughs> this I'm guy having... really hates the oil cans. I know the oil cans. <laughs> <laughs> well, whenever I see M.M. at Walsh, at this point, I think he should be dead, because he should be. Wow, yeah, no, especially looking at this one, because you're like, man, dude. Yeah, because I haven't seen him in anything in a while. Yeah. And I, and I feel bad, and I, I don't want him to die, because I like him. Because he's in Raising Arizona. Yeah. He's in The Jerk. He was in, he's been in a, you know, he pops up in movies here and there every once in a while. And I always like seeing him and things, but like at this point, I'm like, dude, how are you not dead yet? Like, <laughs> not that I want, I'm wishing, I'm not wishing this on you, but like, you got some good fucking doctors, bro, because he's not, it's not like he's a skinny guy. He's always been kind of a big guy. Yeah, even when you look at his face, he's all just ragged. I can't tell yeah. whether it's makeup that he's all blotchy and red, but he looks like he's about he looks to go. Like two steps from. Yeah. At this point, you know LeBlanc, oh, yeah. from like the camera angles of the shoes and Marta. Marta shoots in LeBlanc's face like they're always within front so it's kind of like is he going to call her out on it is he going to see it blah 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 but I like how like now it leads to Marta now being his Watson yeah. and like following them around and then as they get to the guard check to check out the the video she mag- she's, she had grabbed a magnet earlier inside the house yeah she was like they're fast they're playing the 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 video and they're trying to fast forward and the record button's right there you know what I mean so she could easily just hold it and she, she's just hearing how shitty that machine is and how it eats tapes and blah 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 so like as they're sitting there like you know whatever fast forwarding it she stops right before midnight on the on the tape because yeah. she knows she's about to be there and she doesn't remember where she was on the tape and then but she knows she'll be seen and so they like and they did a great little thing too where like they they show you the scene like in the guard shack and you see the road coming out to leave where you'll be in and out of frame. Mm-hmm. And you see the tire marks that are just dug into the mud. Like, just, just ever so slightly. You know, yeah. So you can see that when she turned off. But, like, she hits the eject button. She tried to burn the tape. And then she just she grabbed it. And then she's like, oh, hold on to the tape. And then, she's yeah, she's just pressing that magnet onto it like crazy. Just hoping it'll destroy the, yeah. the tape. So then, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. That, and then... Um... She had climbed up the side of the house and broke, and the part of it was broken off. Oh, the trestle. She, yeah, yeah. The tre- yeah, so that part broke off, and then the dog, one of the dogs grabs that. Oh, that's hilarious. And, and he keeps, like, bringing it. it back. Yeah. yeah. So then they're playing, like, catch with the dog with it for a bit. Yeah. And then he finds out, oh, it goes to the side of the house. But, but then, I like that clue that they, like, in the beginning of the, in the movie, like, I like how they go over the clues of, like, what happened, like, the stage of the events of the evening, where it's, like, um, Linda is in her bedroom and she's sitting in the bedroom underneath the stairs and it talks about how irritated she gets when people are climbing up the stairs because it's super loud. Yeah. <laughs> and then like so she's like but when they tell you that rhythm of the events like it's weird because there's one up and three downs. So yeah. it's like why wouldn't she hear more ups than downs? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was like a weird like that was weird. And then they also talk about how Meg woke up Somewhere around late at night, she doesn't remember what time. But she got but home. She, she didn't wake up. She got home because she had left the party early. Well, she did, but she came back. But she was asleep because she was asleep at the time of the murder. Mm-hmm. She was there when they were going upstairs to play games. That's when she came back home. So everyone was in the house, and she fell asleep. She woke up. She doesn't remember what time, and then but she remember hearing dogs barking and being aggressive, and then she just went back to sleep. So it's kind of like funny because then at that point now you're seeing the, the dogs on the property and how they bark at everybody that they know and run up to. So you're just kind of like, yeah, okay, cool. Like so that doesn't mean anything. And then it's like obviously they're just like giving you like the answers as you're going around. It, I fucking love this movie, dude. Right? They're gonna do the will reading. It's described as a community theater production of a tax return. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, that was so. Not, have you ever been to a will reading? I've not. I have. Yeah, the lawyers are there. It's not as argumentative as that, but there's very kind of like it's just weird because everyone's just like I don't know, I, like I, I I don't I rather I rather have the person in my life than yes. their shit. Yeah, you know what I mean, and it's one of those where it's like okay, cool, and I was asked to be there, so I was like, all right, so I showed up, and it was like the families are one area, and it's awkward because like it's like you want to cons- you just want to talk to them and just kind of like make yeah. things better if you can or just whatever but like at the same time it's like there's a weird jealousy in the air because yeah, no one I mean, knows like why are you here fuck like I didn't ask to be here you know what I mean like oh, I was asked to be here I wasn't like I was I mean? I'm not just here because I want yeah Yeah. and then it's kind of like one of those and once the thing goes by it's like whatever I did have somebody come up to me and ask me if I wanted to forego forego your part yeah 
And I was like, uh, and then it's awkward because what do you do? Like, no, I like. No, this is something that the person that you that cared enough for you to be there, yeah, like wanted you to have. So it's like, no, I'm gonna keep this. Yeah, and I, I didn't want it. I really didn't want it. But it was at the same time. It's like I didn't want to also give it to them because it was like, no, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's complicated. It's, yeah, no, I got but you. it's 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 not as it's very just cut and dry, just. Boom, 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 boom. Here's the reason well, why. And literally, they, just, they just read it. Do, 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 do. Well, well, this one, he goes, yeah. I am sound mind, blah, 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 blah. Oh, they don't do Good that? Good stuff. They, they, they read it to you. They record. They have the recorders. So they have everything there. So the lawyers are all set. Mm-hmm. And then they just kind of like, there's a notary there. So like once everything is done, then you'll sign like the paperwork saying like, okay, yeah. cool. This is mine. And then like they'll give you a, a location of the delivery of the property that you end up getting. But <clears throat> yeah, this one is just like a, he's like, well, there was an or, amendment to the to the will, but like I like how like, a couple things were missing before we get there. Hold on, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they get there, and at this point, Chris Evans shows up. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen we only seen him storm out of the house in this movie. Yeah, this point. bright and early, great mood, telling everybody to fuck off. Okay. Yeah, eat shit. Yeah, eat shit. Oh, eat shit. Oh, eat shit. Yeah, I like how how dare you? You eat shit. You eat shit. Eat shit. Eat shit. But I found out that was supposed to be fuck you. But they had to change it to keep the PG-13 rating. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty funny because that would have been even funnier. Well, like, I f- Captain America of- saying, fuck you? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the part that I like, though, um, in that whole in that part also is where <laughs> Don Jackson goes, son? And he goes, father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris Evans is so good in well, movies. And I think he's gotten better in the movies. The only problem is just I, I hate the fact that he's so tied in with Marvel. Because he, the thing is, like, he's a funny actor. He's great. He can but, yeah, he's, but the thing is, like, because... He's like, got range. He's got really good range. Yeah, but the thing is, like, because he was, like, stuck with Marvel for so long that it's very difficult for him to do anything that's not, like, wholesome. I thought he played this... I, play, I thought he played that character well. Because yeah. it was kind of like this is, back to what he used to play. Yeah, because this is after Marvel. Because at this point... Yeah, no, no, this yeah. movie came out... Like, right around the same time as... Oh no, it came out around Christmas. So, yeah, it had been about six months since Avengers had come Yeah, out. so this is, like, his first movie where he's not this able to do whatever he wants rather than, like, be contracted to, like... Did you know that there's, like, a morality clause? Oh, like, there's a huge thing in all those movies. Yeah, it's crazy. They yeah, can't talk about certain things, and, like, it's just... They're talking about it because Kamal is going to be in The Eternals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Dude, he got jacked. Well, Have you yeah, seen him? Yeah, no, I've seen him. And that's what they're talking about. Is he had, on top of, like, hey, i got to do all this working out and I have to get into shape for this, on top of that, he has to do... He's, oblig- he's obliged to um, do stuff on Twitter and things like that. Like, he has to put stuff up. He's like, yeah, I know we're on a quarantine, but I am contractually obligated to put these things up on Twitter. Like yeah. he has, they have to do that no matter what. That's so crazy. They they make their stars just yeah teen available. You know what I mean? Yeah. First off, did you realize, did you recognize who was the lawyer reading the will? Oh, um, barely. Like he was just there for a second. Hold on. Who it's was it? Frank Oz. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. To me, I was just like, okay, just get to it because I was more like. I wanted to see what, what was going to happen. Yeah, no, it was Frank Oz. Yeah. He looks way different, dude. I don't know if he had work done or if he just aged, you know, just Age changed the way, like, aged weird. Yeah. But he looks, he didn't look like Frank Oz that I remember seeing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, looks diff- he looks way different to me. They find out that everything in the will goes to Marta, and yeah. the family fucking just turns on her like that. I like how they were like, okay, so there's been an amendment a week ago, so this is what's going on in the will. Uh, this gets really complicated, so... This might take a while, but let's just... You're going to work with it. I'm going to work with it. I'm just trying to see what we can do. He opens up the will. He goes, never mind. This is going to be super easy. (laughs) 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 And I like how he's just like, okay, this goes to... uh, this goes to Marta, this goes to Marta, this goes to Marta, and then right. at that point... We the still whole, have the house! Yeah, they, then the they, house, they look and at the, everything inside it goes to Marta. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, damn it. Oh, did you boink my father? No, but, no, I didn't. No. Yeah. And she's, like, the nicest person. Like, and that's the thing. Is like She's, like, the super nicest person and just got wrapped up in this, like, fucked up thing that happened. Yeah, hold on. And so uh, then Marta r- leaves the house with Ransom. Well, I like, yeah, the whole family is just kind of like, well, you're going to just give, but what do you do? take the money. And they start, like, verbally attacking her. Yeah. And then she just freaks out and she just runs, which makes her look even more guilty. Yeah. Know? And then you're like, well, because at this point, 
LeBlanc's still trying to figure out what the situation is. He's watching the family interact. He's watching Marta now getting everything and running away. Yeah. And then, like, she runs into her car. Her car's not starting. And then that's where Ransom's like, hey, jump in my car. I got you. And then they take off. And then, like, at that point, I was like, this is where I thought maybe Ransom was the murderer. But I didn't. But it didn't make sense because I just saw how the murder happened. Yeah. Because, like, it was one of those where it's like, they're, they drive to a diner and they kind of have a talk and then she just like anyway. uh, but I like I like how they mentioned the fact that like uh, Ransom was Thornsby's like, it was like helper writer like his, at one uh, point it was at one he point was like so basically that was like his apprentice so basically he's we know from just that statement that he's just as smart and clever as Thornsby, Thornsby is, is yeah. uh, Thornsby is on like coming up with ideas and stuff so you're just kind of, yeah. kind of getting this whole check and mate type of thing with like the two of them that's why they kind of like bickering with each other but when they're at the restaurant they're sitting down and talking it's like okay cool blah blah and he's like yeah and he goes, cool. so and he goes I understand but you're going to tell me the truth and he grabs it and he goes like I know you're 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 involved in this because you ate my breakfast and you're acting this weird so now that I know that you're stressed you're going to tell me the truth and he goes what do you mean and he pulls out an empty bowl puts it in front of her because she he knows that she throws up when she lies, so regardless, he's gonna yeah. get the answers. And then, so then, like you find out how Marta was able to lie to the police without throwing up, and how like what happened with everything and what's going on. Yeah. And then that's where uh, Ransom is like, he turns to leave. He goes, "I'm gonna help you." And then you're just like, "That was so quick for that. I'm gonna help you." Like you know, what I mean, I get where you're coming from, yeah. but I don't like. I don't. I don't. He was like, "Fuck my family." Yeah. And which which makes sense. But I was, like, thinking, like, oh, this is a red herring and there's something wrong with this situation. Yeah. But then you don't get enough time to, like, dwell on that thought. No, because it Because Meg calls. Like, yeah, Meg calls. No, is that when Meg calls? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Meg calls and it's like, hey, what are you going to do? Are you going to give up the money? Because blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, wow, this whole family just nothing about money. And then, like, at this point, um, Ramsey already, uh, Ramsey, uh, Ransom already told Marta, like, hey, like, I'll help you get the money. All you, I'm, all I'm asking for is giving my half of the uh, the inheritance. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, okay, cool. And then, so it goes back to her, and then, like, she's just coming back and forth, and she goes, like, well, I, I found out I don't have enough money for tuition, and blah, blah, blah. And Marta's like, no, at this point, I was like, ooh, there's something weird here, because now Marta's uh, taking ownership of the property, because she was saying, I will never let that happen to you. I yeah. will, blah, blah, blah. And then you get... Meg, who's just kind of like, what the fuck? And then she, Meg starts crying. And then, like, Marta's kind of like, okay, I, I gotta go. And then hangs up. And you turn around to see Meg, and you see her family, how that family manipulated that friendship. Yeah. To whatever. And you're just like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And then it's like, it's just at this point, you have no idea. And this is where, like. So the next thing, so Marta goes back home. She goes back home. She... But I like, hold on. Before this, let's just forgetting a touching scene that happened with Marta and her mom. Yeah. Because um, the detective LeBlanc, after the wake, he comes out and he starts talking and he goes like, oh, I came out to see, like, you know, I came here to see you. And then now she's feeling guilty because she knows what she's done. And he's also there to observe the family, like, which one's going to break and which one's going to, like, you know, go outside for isolation to, like, kind of clear the head. And it was only Marta that came out. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, cool. I want you here tomorrow when we do the will reading and blah, 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 blah. Or he, he mentions how he wants her there to, to piece together the thing. And she's just kind of like, whatever. And then in her mind, she's thinking, I'm going to lose my mom. I'm going to lose my family. I'm going to lose all this stuff. Cuts to her coming home with the blood on her shoes. And then, like, she sits down with her mom. And then she just looks at her mom because she's watching TV shows. And she touches her mom's hands. And she's just kind of standing thinking, like, I just fucked this up for everybody. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like a, a... You can see where her motives are to just, like... To, like, yeah. No, to, be, gotcha. to hide the truth from, like, everything. So, But, like, yeah. Then, like, she gets home, and you see the whole house is just a fucking mess to the point where, like, it's just, like, used people are outside. She's got 28 missed calls, and then her mom's freaking out with all these people, and then, like, it's just, like... Yeah. Because they, the family told the news crew, FYI, she's now the whole owner of, like... Yeah. Because why else would they know? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And then, and then Walter's... Walt, yeah, Walt yeah. pops up at her apartment. Yeah. 
and goes, well, we'll help you with the money and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you don't have money. I do. Well, no, the, the dialogue was fucking perfect on this because yeah. it gets kind of creepy. He was like, so you're going to relinquish like your your claim on the thing, right? You're just going to do this? And he's, he has that cane. So every time he walks, it's more threatening and more just kind of yeah. louder and louder and louder. And he goes like, and then he just really shittily threatens Marta with like, you know your mom's not legal, right? Then with the cane, he gets closer. Yeah. He goes like, but... We have we have the money to we do have it. the money and we have the clout and we have like the lawyers to be able to like make this situation go a lot easier blah 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 and it gets to the point where like Marta is like terrified at the brink of her fucking door not knowing what to do because she wants to like fucking run away and then she just looks at Walt and just fucking checks him is like so basically I have the money I, I have the lawyers and I have the clout wow. to back that up so. I, I basically, if I need any assistance, I can just do it on my own. Thank you for telling me that. And she runs inside her house. And you're just kind of like, what the fuck? And at that point, Walt's like, fuck, I gave too much. You know what I mean? And then yeah. it's like, because like, they're just so greedy for that fucking money. And then when she gets inside the house, she, has, she finds that letter. Yeah, she finds that letter. And she sees the letter when she's talking to Walt. And she's like, well, that's fucking weird. But that letter specifically tells her an address and the medical records of like where to go. And then that's when she talks to... Ransom about like you know what's going on and so they're like okay well we got to figure this out and then they go to the lab because they realize that like that letterhead was the toxicology report showing that she over like gave him full morphine so you yeah. need to get that back and so when they drive to the the lab it's on fire and they're like it's burnt burnt down and across the way is the police you know that are there and LeBlanc and then like they duck down. Marta looks up to kind of see what's going on and sees LeBlanc and then there's like the stupidest car chase that's what they say this is the stupidest car chase I've ever been in you got a police car a squad car just racing down the road going like 90 and you got this Honda Honda, Honda Civic yeah. yeah going like 40 miles an hour it's so stupid and then, like, the entire time, LeBlanc is calling Marta on the phone, and she refuses to answer it. And it gets to the point where, like, the cop car is literally right next to Marta. And he's just, like, the phone's ringing again. She looks up and looks to the right and sees LeBlanc. He goes, answer your phone. <laughs> oh, man. And that's when they end up, like... Uh, yeah, like, a, like an alley. Oh, no, no, no. They, they get pinned in an alley. Yeah, they're going to an alley. Um, you think they get away, too, because all that... Yeah, no, they, yeah, so they think they get away, but they, they get caught, and then they take ransom, thinking that ransom had done it yeah and so then he's like oh well we're gonna go so you know she, he gets in the car with benoit gets in the car with which is smart Marta. because because like he goes, did ransom ask you to drive and she goes yes and she goes okay and so like she's like okay cool they walk away she opens that cup she throws up because she lied and she covers it up and i like how they stick to that like that rule of her yeah and then like and then at that point uh, LeBlanc comes in and sits down next to her and is like, I'll ride with you. And you're like, fuck. Because yeah. <laughs> at that point, there's no line. And then, like, which is, as a small, smart detective, that's obviously where you want to be. You yeah. want to be where the answers are. And you know she can't lie, so just go with it. Yeah. And then, so, so the, the letter says, be here, like, at 1020 in the morning at this location. Yeah. At the same And so while they're driving back with, with Benoit Blanc, while she's driving back, she uh -huh. goes, hey, I need to make a quick stop real quick. Yeah, it'll just be a few minutes. It'll just be a few minutes. And she's, she goes over there and she stops at where the location was goes in the back you know, well she goes to the hairdressers next door and then goes around to the front to the other or to the back to the other place yeah and they find fran the, the the housekeeper yeah which how creepy was that too because like her medical bag is right there the one that she had for uh thornby yeah is there so she trips over it and then she walks up to uh a chair where there's a woman there and you don't know who it is and you find out it's the housekeeper and you got the spider just crawling on her eyes and she's just like dying dying and so you're like, what the fuck? So at that point, um, she grabs the letter that she had in her hands. And then you realize, like, at this point, Marta has a, a decision to make. Either let her die and she goes scot-free or save her. And, like, you know. And decides to save her. And she decides and, to save her. And then so, to save her anyway. Yeah, so she says, okay, well. Well, decides she, to save she, her. She, she, she decides, like, I don't know what to do. So she, she pauses. And then she just fucking calls 911 and starts doing the heart compressions and starts, like, you know, trying to help her, like, whatever. And that's the point when the ambulance started coming in. And he's and all listening to his <laughs> Yeah, just singing along to his music. And then you see that. And then at that point, LeBlanc is now telling her, like, okay, now tell me everything. And he, she tells them the whole story, so now LeBlanc knows everything. But prior to that whole situation, uh, LeBlanc told her, like, 
you know, they hired me to be, you know, investigator, but, like, I mean, everything just kind of fell into place, and, like, you know, there's nothing for me to do. Like, everything just solved itself. Mm. But I feel like... The donut hole. The, there's, like, you know, this this is a donut, and then there's a hole in that donut. And we're giving this... And then, like, it's just kind of him trying to figure out what the whole issue is, because something's wrong, but everything's worked out perfectly well. And as an, like, an audience member on this thing, I was like, fucking problem solved, dude. Like, we're all done. But then, like... You no, just said, then you find out the real mystery is who hired him. Yeah, and then you're like, what the fuck? And then, like, so now he knows what's going on with everything else, and, like, where does that lead? Where do they, they go back to the house to discuss? They were under, oh, because they were under the pretense that she was going to give everything up. Oh, that's right, right. And so they and called everybody so in. So she was like, she was like, yeah, tell everybody to be there. And they were the pretense. And then oh, she's about to. She's oh, like, two seconds. No, no, hold on. It, no, 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 then, no, 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 hold on. So at that point, they're in the house and they're just kind of going over everything oh, that's going on. Yeah. And then Martha goes like, I know where the toxicology report is. is. And then she goes, she goes like, fucking, she told us on like the beginning exactly where it was. Goes to the clock where she had her like her joints and pulled the thing and gave it to him. And then that's when she is about to She's about to and he's reading it and he goes, he goes, you guys are fucking horrible people. Yeah. All of you. All oh. of you are horrible people. And she should not give you a penny. Yeah, and she's gonna keep the ran- she's gonna keep she's the gonna inheritance. Me. So fuck off. And she was like, "What?" And then she tells him like, "What happened?" Uh, she pulls Marta aside and said, "FYI, um, whoever planned this murder planned it before you were doing it, and planned for you to be blamed on the whole situation because the toxicology report says nothing's wrong." And then, like, that's when, like, she goes into, like, the study and tells the detective, the rookie, go get what's-his-face. Go get Ransom. And bring him in here. And Whose then, also like, name we didn't mention is Hugh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, because he's a huge asshole. Yeah. And, then, and so, as I bring him in, I like that whole investigation where now uh, LeBlanc is, like, holding court and the thing and, like, explaining the murder. And you find out Ransom is the one who hired well, LeBlanc. Well, you hired LeBlanc. But he also went in and changed. He went up the side of the house because he knew about the secret, the secret entrance, the secret right. door. Yeah, and then he also switched the labels on the morphine bottles because he wanted to overdose. Uh, on the morphine. Yeah, but I like how like when LeBlanc's just breaking it down, just boom, 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 boom. The, the detective. And he took the the antidote. Yeah, and the detective was like kind of like, well, blah, blah blah like, well, why is this? And the rookie's like, shh. Because <laughs> <Yeah. like, laughs> he's getting way into the mystery, and he's just like, because well, like, at the beginning he's like, I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then so like, he's doing it, he's doing it, and then, and then like, he's like solving the mystery, and you're just kind of like, what the fuck? And then you realize like, yeah, he switched the models, but then like, I like how LeBlanc was like Marta, like you know, when he knocked over those things, and like you didn't see the the morphine and the other stuff, which are in similar bottles, and they're colored. The color liquids are slightly different, but they're there. But being that you're such a good nurse, and being that you've done this thousands of times, you knew. as a good nurse, you knew which one was the right medication, and you gave him the correct medication. And then so at that point, you just you seen like, and what a great acting move with her because you see her break down like realizing that she didn't kill her friend. Yeah. And then, but she's coming to the realization that he was still alive. And he was yeah. going to be fine. And then she's seen her dealing with that trauma. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> fuck, it's so good. That's the same chick that's in uh, Blade Runner. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So oh, then, man. like you said, like they set up at the beginning of the movie. Um, oh, that, that the family is so dumb that they, they don't know a, a stage a prop, knife, a yeah. prop knife from a real knife. Yeah. Hugh goes to grab a knife and stab Marta with it, but it's a prop knife. Yeah, but I like how like he was like, um, the reason why Hugh is such an important thing to know is that as uh, what was the name of the maid? Fran. 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 Oh, because Fran. Because Fran was like, you, can't you did this to me, or you did this, and then she was like, and she just when felt like dying. offended, and she's like, and Marta was like, oh, she thinks I'm the one who killed, like blah blah blah, but she didn't say you, you did this. She, she said, said Hugh because Ransom he, was a piece of shit and, and didn't he, let anybody call Ransom. He had to use, she had the help had to use his proper name. Yeah, Hugh. Hugh. Yeah, and so I was like, "Oh my god!" So it's just like phenomenal. I mean, yeah, I get I get jealous of writing like this. Not in like a bad, well, not in a bad way, but like it's so good. Like I, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That just the writing. Like I, I would love to do a mystery thing, but I can't do. This is probably my favorite mystery. And the thing too, yeah. And then, the, but the, I mean, nothing against, against the old Agatha Christie stories or anything like that. Yeah. But this is so fucking good. Yeah, and the thing too with this is just they end it very cue, uh, clue fashion too. 
because it cuts away to like the end of the movie, then the credits, and then they show like everyone's like marquee, yeah, like photo as if it was drawn out on the cue board. You know what I mean? Uh, the clue board. Yeah. So I was like, that's pretty dope. But I like how like, uh, even like the painting of Thornsby mm-hmm. with him with the dagger. Yeah. Was digitally added afterwards. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I like how... But even then, when you look at it, it's very clue-like, because it's, like, oh, yeah, Thornsby, I mean, the study with, like, the dagger. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's... Yeah, the writing, fantastic. Yeah. The, I, 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 I guess just I, the babying the, of the clues and the things. And there's not a waste of information given in this whole story or a waste of words, because even in the beginning... Uh, Fran was like talking about oh my cousin works at the at, oh at the at the toxicology place and she was able to get that's how she had the toxicology report yeah and it's just like yeah and like but they tell you all these things as but you're watching sell, it and but they say them so like, subtly it's, it's so subtle it's not like underlined and that's what you know I, I, I like I said it's the a lot of writing I like because I can like I was telling you I can pick up what's what like yeah, what's yeah. this is oh this is this part of the story this is this part of the story and I think and I, I learned this watching um Kiki's delivery service. Okay. And I think the reason why I don't like... And I'm, I'm, saying, I'm not going to say don't like. I like them. But I think the reason why... Um, You're not an Uber fan? I'm not an Uber fan is that I can't... And I, and I, but now this makes me want to watch them more. Is that I can't figure out those beats. Those beats oh. are so well hidden. Yeah. And I think it's one of those like, oh, why can't I recognize these beats? Because they're, they're there. It's funny, because that's the reason why I like those movies. Yeah. That's because and I, 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 I don't recognize any of the beats at all. And then so, like, but they're so good. Yeah. Like, uh, How's Moving Castle? I couldn't recognize any of the beats. Uh, well, that's what's going to be, uh, yeah. Uh, Spirit Away, couldn't recognize any of the beats. Japanese things, you have to find a great interpretation, and you have to have the right meaning, and you have to be really into the story to know how how it goes, yeah, and that's why, and I, then that's why they. And that's like, why I'm liking those movies. Like I'm I'm getting into them a lot more because I'm trying to figure out where they're at, like yeah. where those breaks are. I mean, I can time them out. You can time them out. I can sit and look at the runtime for those movies, and figure out where they're supposed to be, based off of that. And, yeah. and guess that way. But it's it's uh, I want But that's too much work on for a movie. I want to be able to enjoy those movies. You could take every element of. Princess Mononoke, okay. you could take every element in that story and put it into Ocarina and Time, and it's they're, they're oh, really right. yeah. Because the thing about Ocarina and Time, it's all about Shintoism. Okay. That's why, like you know, they have the Ocarina because uh, to purify things, you you sing a song or you play something, and then it's, you got the whole water temple that's destroyed, and by playing the song of time, you could fix it, and you could revert things, and you could purify it, and that's the whole game is about purifying like elements of the world because they're off balance yeah and as link as the hero of time you have to like bring balance to everything and have it just kind of like i down. never got to play that game like I, but i don't have oh. i never got to play but here's the thing is nothing against zelda games yeah. i love i love playing them i never get to finish one i've only finished the game boy one okay. uh, and that's when it was on game boy not the remake oh the link's awakening i've only finished that's the only one i've ever finished uh-huh um, because I just I don't ever have time. I get to a point where I'm playing them a lot, uh-huh. and then I just don't have time to finish them. It's funny because I've I've played a lot of them off of your systems because like yeah, I was like, yeah you, I was you, like, you probably beat more <laughs> you probably beat more of the Zelda games that I bought than I bought. Yeah, they are making a sequel. Oh, are they really? Yeah, it's going to be another mystery story. He's making it's it's it's, it's called Knives Out Two right now, but it'll probably have a different title. But they're going to keep. I think he wants to keep making more Benoit Blanc, Benoit Blanc movies. Oh, I'm so down for those. Like, but for book wise. I don't know any mysteries that are as compelling as this. I could I, I pick up I, when I go to the, like the bookstore. It's been a while since I've been to the bookstore, but I'll grab. I'll ask somebody what the best mystery book is, mm-hmm. and just grab it, and then I'll like I'll do the same thing for just kind of like different genres. Like, what's the most popular like biography? I'll grab it. Yeah. But um, most of the mystery books I've read are just okay. You know what I mean, or you read like classic good ones and you're thinking okay great but then you realize yeah it's fine but it's not compelling you know what I mean I need something more modern that's more yeah. like in depth and they're just kind of hard to find but uh, this movie I fucking loved it I was shocked the second time around you could see more of the subtle yeah. clues of like what's going on and like you could see more of like the background thing you could see like little things that they've said in the past that like ring true later on which I fucking dig a movie that 
gives you like a better different view the second go around or third go around is awesome yeah no i agree um, when you can see that, I, that like Fight Club Fight Club's one of those movies I know that we go back uh, to Fight Club go, so much I, in this yeah. fucking podcast but how many times have we both seen that movie so in conclusion I love Zelda yeah in conclusion uh, writing wise I like it as for being with the Star Wars that he wrote the Star Wars movie he did write that movie. I I give credit to them doing a great job trying to string that story together from what they could because it basically just gave you so much information as quickly as possible just to kind of be like ah, fuck we had three movies to tell you this story and like someone fucked up on the last movie so here's this all this explanation yeah. to get you to where we need you to finish this story gotcha. off and that's what that's the one thing where I was like this sucks and it's nothing to do with like the movie it's that whoever did the second movie just shit on everything else they're like that movie would have been fine as like an in between movie, but you made it canon as the top three, and you didn't get any stories at all out of it. You know what I'm mean? Gonna, I'm gonna be honest. Like, the fact that like he did, it, I can see that he did a good job trying to string it together. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Still like it's, I still like that movie better, I guess, than the other newer ones. But you like because you told me you like the third one more than you like the second. The you like uh, Rise of Skywalker was one of your favorite movies, Star Wars movies in a long time. Yeah, because the thing is, like, I'm not a fan of them, but it's like it's a it's the better. It's I wouldn't I don't want to say it's betterly written. Betterly, uh, but I, I don't want to say it's written better. Betterly written, <laughs> but I want to say that it's it, it it fixes a lot of stuff to make the other two work work and so because of that yeah Hey, Jimmy. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. So, next week, I actually... We're going to be covering Superior. Okay. So, it's a comic book. It's fantastic. And uh, I think you'll like it. Well, that's going to do it for the episode this week. If you have any questions or comments, you can hit us up at our Instagram. At yhblankthat. Or you can email us at yhblankthat at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.